Oh my god. I was watching you know Bill Maher has like a podcast now? Yeah. That he does. You know, where he can let his hair down and really t- you know, he had like Jordan Peterson on and all these other shit bags and he just had Marianne Williamson on. Oh dear. And the things that he would well no, he believe it or not, Marianne Williamson was like speaking truth to him. Hmm. He cause he was like Oh, the people are to blame for all the people in the government. You can't blame the government. You know, like, you voted them in there. And she's like, do you really believe what you're saying? Like, mm-hmm. and then they started going on about, like, free health care. And he's like, well, I want free shit, too. Why well, can't get free shit? And she's like, yeah, but people don't, they don't live like you. And he, mm-hmm. he said something to the effect that Obamacare is, like, practically Medicare for all. And she's like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> like, it, when, wow. when when Marianne Williamson is giving you the look like, are you on fucking drugs? <laughs> like, I just can't believe how far gone he is. It kills is that, is that what the Is that what the podcast is? It's a real testing ground for when he, when he does a full pivot? Maybe. I don't know. It's just him... I mean, the people that he gets on there, like he's he, I, I know he had Jordan Peterson on, and he might have had RFK on, mm. too. And I'm just like, just you're just the worst, man. You just, I cannot believe you were a hero of mine. Hmm. Well, I mean, he he, he uh, for a time, he was actually somebody that was worthy of of some you know amount respecting. of admiration. Yeah, admiration, yeah. respect. Not yeah. anymore. Just another one that COVID broke his brain. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. For Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on a conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, If you can't do that... You could post something to our Facebook page or tweet at Profane Arg. This week, I don't know, anything happened this week? <laughs> it's possible we'll be talking about You did say the Trump. date, right, at the beginning of the, of the show, just so you know, you, yeah. your, your podcast caster of choice has not fucked up and played a show from two weeks ago. Mm. Right. Or <laughs> a month ago. <laughs> right. Good point. <laughs> or even before that, just so you know, this is a... Fourth exciting new something, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> um, but I do also have uh, a grouping of religious things and uh, a horrible way to spend $70. Um, <laughs> but first, I throw this up first for a reason. Um, we're gonna start with COVID, we're gonna start with the uh, health medicine section on the Quack Watch. Uh, there's a couple things to pay attention to. Um, one is uh, we'll be talking about here in a minute uh, an update on Sherry Tenpenny. Oh, our favorite doctor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Uh, but also an article on Vox concerning the new COVID-19 variant. It is called, uh, it's, I don't know, nickname is Eris. It is EG.5, EG5. Uh, they're calling it. It it appears to be a more virulent version, but is it worse? Meh. We don't know yet. Maybe not. We don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> little early. So, yeah, a little early to to say. Um, but the last week of July, hospitalizations for COVID nineteen rose twelve point five percent, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Twelve percent in one week. Yeesh. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Uh, and along with this, reason I put this first, uh, hey, I have COVID. Yeah. And I am really run down, really sore, and uh, tired of feeling pain in, like, everything. But uh, so far, so good. It's, it, you know, it's it's just like a really bad cold. 
aches and pains, that sort of stuff. But I might take breaks now and then, and if I pop a lozenge in, I will try to keep it out of your ear holes. <laughs> right, make them suffer, all right? <laughs> you have COVID, and you're still doing the show. That's, I mean, is that not enough for them? But he has to edit it, though, and he can't stand those mouth sounds. So uh, Listen, is, I'm with you, dude. I can't true. stand that shit either, but <laughs> the show's free. Go fuck yourself if you, if you hear a lozenge. <laughs> By the way, I love all our listeners. <laughs> That's fair. Both can be true. <laughs> so, article on Vox, if you want information about the EG5 variant, uh, it's pretty informative. Although, again, everything is early stages. So, um, Some updates, some follow-ups first. Fort Worth, an atheist group we talked about, tried to put banners up in Fort Worth, announcing that they were doing a uh, an event. The Fort Worth atheists were having an event in town, and they were shot down by the town council because... You're atheists. Uh, we allow Christians to put up everything, but you're an atheist. You can't advertise. So the atheist group has moved on, and as was reported in the Center for Inquiry, the Streisand effect is in in play here. Uh, they went from, we want signs in the street to, okay, we'll just buy billboards. <laughs> so now there are billboards up all over town because those don't need council approval. Oh, right. You just purchased Sweet. them. Oh, yeah. right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But because they were denied. Wait, there's more. <laughs> well, because they were denied, they went with bigger and better. So. Right. The Streisand effect, if you don't know, she was captured by paparazzi on the beach in like a swimsuit or something. And she tried to squelch the image getting out on the internet and it just made it big. It made it a big deal. Hmm. Pretty much what's going on in Fort Worth. They tried to squelch it, and right. now they're, they're now, getting now it's, news. Yeah. it's like that newspaper in Kansas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Actually, is that on our list? We should probably talk about that. Hmm, I don't week. have any idea what you're talking about, so yeah. go ahead. Um, so a newspaper, a very small news, small town newspaper oh, in Kansas. Oh, I did hear about this, yeah. Kansas. They decided they were going to do an article on somebody that worked for the, the uh, local council. And didn't send it to press because they couldn't get backups. But and then the police raided and took everything out of the new local newspaper, which is like really not cool. <laughs> no, that's super bizarre and sketchy. It was really sketchy. Yeah. They got a search warrant, but that's not sufficient for journalists because the First Amendment, you can't just do that. And the old is this woman. A, is this, yeah. The one that killed that 98 year old woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. The old yeah. woman. Yeah. Didn't work at the newspaper anymore, but owned half of it. Um, sure. They took her Alexa out of her house, so she, you know, couldn't change the TV channels and shit like that, and died the day, two days later. I'm like, Jesus, what's going on in Kansas? Crazy, Crazy. nonsense. Those yeah. cops will not be held responsible. That they were no, just doing their job. Cops are better than us. Yeah. Protect them properly. Way better than us. Well, right now, like all the local newspapers in the area are supporting this newspaper and making sure that they can go to pre go to press. And the Streisand effect is in full effect at this point. Mm. So there will be consequences. Don't know what they're going to be yet, but it's not going to be good for that local police department. Yeah, <laughs> freest country sure. in the world. Yeah, are you sure by consequences you don't mean? A 90-day fully paid vacation while we launch an internal investigation, which turns up nothing? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not just a police officer at this. Every single police officer in this small town showed up at this newspaper. I mean, it you know, it's the local sheriff and his four deputies kind of deal. They all showed up, took everything. So I mean, they're all going to have to go. I don't know. We'll check in later. <laughs> I will. I will we'll put a pin in it. I like it. Yeah, sure. that's Marion County, because I remember it because the county name is familiar. <laughs> right. If you have a link for that, if you could throw it in there, that'd be great. Will do. The next thing I have in follow-up, we talked about a North Carolina home repair company that had Bible verses. They were reading Bible verses and having a daily prayer circle for all employees. Two employees, one atheist, one agnostic, said, yeah, we don't want to participate in that. And they were fired. Oh wow! Um, so this happened a while ago. We we did we did mention I don't know it has been months, but the uh, the company has now settled the lawsuit and agreed to pay fifty thousand dollars. So I I'm assuming both each of them is going to get twenty five thousand dollars in the settlement. Hmm. So that's good. The balls on these people. <laughs> I don't I don't remember this story, but 
The home repair company, yeah, was called Grandmother Approved. It's a strange name for a home repair company, but okay. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a not quite enough money, but at least it's something. Yeah. Uh, and the last follow-up I have, I mentioned before, Sherry Tenpenny. <laughs> this was a doctor who claimed vaccines magnetize people. Uh, she has had... Doctor! <laughs> <laughs> she has had her medical license suspended. It took uh, this she long? Was... Yeah, it took this long. Yes. Wow. Uh, she was also fined $3,000 for her failures to cooperate in an investigation, comply with the subpoena, and answer, answer truthfully questions presented by the board. I mean, so, she'll just go on as a homeopathist or some such nonsense. <laughs> but at yeah, least but, she's not But not a doctor, medicine. and I'm okay with that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's better, yeah. All right, this is where I'm going to start. stop talking, and you guys can kind of take over. So we're at the, the big news in politics. Georgia has had a grand jury write up indictment for the for the election fraud. It is a RICO indictment. What are the numbers? There were 41, 41 charges. charges. For, yep. And uh, over 19 people, I think. Oh my. That's a good one. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's a mix and match of charges. So Donald Trump is charged with like, you know, a dozen and right. it, I just counted. Uh, there were 13. <laughs> 13 people. <laughs> But no, Jeffrey no, Clark, thir 13 charges against Trump. Oh, 13 charges against Trump, right. But it's interesting that some people only had a couple of charges, like Mark Meadows had two charges, and Jeffrey Clark had two, and Jenna Ellis had two. Everybody else has got, you know, Baker's dozen or so. Hmm. So it, it, the th thing I find interesting is that um, I, we were watching CNN for a little bit as this was all breaking, and the one lawyer that they have on was like, I, somebody asked the lawyer on the panel, do you think they made a deal? And she's like... Not necessarily. And remember that people only get deals if they have something of value to offer. If you're just corroborating something that there's already proof for, there's no, right. you know, there's no advantage. Why would yeah. I give you a deal? I mean, everything that they did was out on Front Street. So it really was <laughs> <laughs> so flagrant. Yeah, there, there's text messages. There, it's it's all public, basically. Right. It's, so there's nothing that very many of these people had to offer. There are a few people that are missing, though, from the list, which I thought was interesting. Like who? Like Michael Flynn. He was he was in the Oval Office that, you know, whatever day it was, when they were trying to convince everybody that they could overturn the election. Yeah, but wasn't uh, my pillow guy there, too? Yeah, I was just going to say what happened to that, that I used to make pillows guy. Yeah. He's also yeah. was not there, and Roger Stone. Mm. I don't know where about Roger Stone and Steve Bannon. I don't know where they were <laughs> in all this mix. They, I think they came back later. But Lyndon Wood is not listed, um, and the Overstock guy, Patrick Byrne, is not listed either. All these people were, you know, in the mix. So who knows? And there still could be additional charges to drop. But this thing is you know, 90 something pages. It's enormous. Yeah, it really is. Uh, some summary numbers there were 41 counts in the indictment, 22 counts. Related to forgery or falsifying documents, eight counts uh, for soliciting or impersonating public officers, three counts relating to influencing witnesses, three counts uh, for election fraud, three counts for computer tampering, one count of racketeering, and one count of perjury. And those are distributed <laughs> amongst the, the 19 individuals. And some of the 19 individuals are people that worked in the one county in Georgia that broke into the machines. <laughs> so. And there's impersonating an officer? Is that what you said? I think that's probably impersonating electors. Oh. But okay. I don't know. No. Yeah, it's huge. Thing yeah, is this one's a bit. And this one, we get to see cameras in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah I heard that. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> and they all have to turn themselves in by the end of this week. Really? Yeah. So I thought it was Not next a, week. Uh, 25th. Yeah, whatever. Oh, 25th. You're right. That's next week. Okay. Not America's mayor. <laughs> America's mayor. Yep. Hell, the, the ex-president of the United States has to turn himself in <laughs> again did, for the fourth time. Did you see what uh, Ted Cruz said about this? No, I did not. He said, it's unconstitutional. We have never charged, we have never indicted a former president before. It's completely uh, an overstep by the Democrats, and it's unconstitutional. We've never indicted a former president before, because generally, people who are they president don't commit, don't commit crimes. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Moron. Yeah. 
Um, I did find out that the RICO statute in Georgia is different than the federal RICO statute. It's a lot um, more broad because its purpose was to put, you know, uh, non-white individuals into into jail. <laughs> so it's being used against them now, <laughs> which is amusing. Yeah, I don't hate that. No. Um, another piece of it is the governor of Georgia cannot pardon anybody because, again, you can't have one person. What if Democrat got in there and pardoned all the non-white people? That'd be a problem. So you have to go to before a, por- a board of pardons, and you can't go before the board of pardons until you've served twenty percent of your sentence. And the minimum really? sentence, yep, the minimum sentence for RICO in Georgia is five years in prison. So if he's convicted, oh. if they are all convicted. Minimum five years. You have to do 20% before you can even talk to somebody about being pardoned. This is going to be a... 2024 is going to be the wackiest fucking year ever. (laughs) There is one possible piece of wiggle verb in the story, and that is um, they can petition to move the the case from state to a federal charge. Uh, And that just depends on whether they can buy themselves a good judge, and it's going to be a big fight. So it's going to delay everything. But if they can move it to a federal case, then the RICO statute changes. It's a lot harder to convict them, and things get really complicated at that point. So that could be what happens. We'll see. That would be odd. I mean, this isn't entirely a Georgia thing at the moment. Yeah. But remember, Republicans cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. All right. I expected expected you guys to be more fired up about this. (laughs) I mean, well, fired up in what way? Like... Like they, they, we got him. We got him. <laughs> is this what we're talking about? Or hit the button. We got him. Confetti in the air. Because I never feel like we got him. <laughs> yeah, I guess until you know the trials start taking place. But this is the fourth indictment. Technically the fifth, because he was recharged in Florida. There was a secondary indictment in Florida, but oh, I thought that was just case. a subsequent. Yeah, but it, it is an additional indictment. So, so he's now been indicted by New York. D.C., the Department of Justice, uh, Georgia, and Florida. Yep. For a total of 70-some-odd charges? Oh, something, I think it's higher than that, but yeah, something like that. <laughs> I did also see in the Discord earlier, Jenna Ellis has apparently been cut from receiving finance, inf- uh, anything financial for her defense attorneys from Trump. So she's only she's only charged with two counts, but apparently she's been indicted and is on her own for defense. Because she said something positive about DeSantis? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> so Trump cut her from the defense, or yeah, the, the defense attorney spending? Do you really money want pool? any of these people turning on you? Like, man, <laughs> you, what a petty fuck. I, yeah, he always has been. He's, he's like a baby. Like, he's, like, you guys love a baby. Yeah. <laughs> But like a gross one, not like, oh, a little yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I want to squeeze it. No, like, ugh. Like when a five-year-old's doing a rent, you're like, stop being a baby. All right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the question, you know, is Jenna Ellis a true believer or is she going to, you know, see the light and understand that what she did was wrong? Hmm? Yeah, that Unknown. is also a, a good point is that a lot, a, a lot, we know for certain Rudy Giuliani, they've never been paid. He's now been indicted for crimes that he committed in service of Trump and was never paid for those actions. I mean, that's just yeah. a double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tef- I don't hate that. Teflon Rudy? <laughs> I don't know how this guy keeps getting called for shit. For anything, to for news interviews, for anything. Besides what we just learned last week with yeah. the tapes, I was like, oh, that's right. Borat got him. Remember yep. when he was in that movie trying to take his pants off? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how do you survive that? How do you survive the hair dye streaming down your face? Like, <laughs> nothing stops this guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It is it is truly bizarre. But uh, I, I, I don't know, uh, Ray, where you want to do the, um, the profiles in sedition. Oh, that's right. I didn't stick it in the list. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we, uh, why don't we look at doing... Profiles in sedition. Ooh, there's, yeah. there's music. I like it. <laughs> so one of the people that has been indicted is John Eastman. Um, he's all in after looking into um, his, his background. He, he's a true believer. So background on John Eastman. He attended University of Dallas. Was, sorry, he was born in 1960, 
uh, attended University of Dallas, got his Juris Doctor from University of Chicago. He clerked for which Supreme Court justice? Alito. Clarence, Clarence Thomas. Thomas. Ah! <laughs> that was had, the we, easy one. We had a 50-50 <laughs> shot, I would say. I blew it. <laughs> oh, you know you know, you know who we also didn't even think of? The, uh, the dead one. The oh, real sure. piece of whose name I cannot remember now. Scalia. 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 Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. he would certainly have been in the running, but nope, it was Clarence mm. Thomas. Um, he is a senior fellow with the Claremont Institute, which was oh. actually mentioned last week as a yeah. conservative think tank. Their motto is recovering the American idea of their 23 senior fellows. Only one of them is now not a white male. I was going to say that that's, that's code word for blacks hiding in their holes, no gays. No lesbians, right? Well, of their senior fellows, the one non-white male is um, actually of Asian descent, I believe Japanese. Oh. So, of the 18 fellows, three are women, and one is an African, African-American man, the rest are all white dudes. So, you know, it, it, they've got a, a bit of a diversity issue over there. He ran unsuccessfully for California's 34th congressional, congressional district. He's a California born bred state. Um, he's chairman of the Federalist Society's practice group on federalism and separation of powers. Yeah. Now, he has appeared before the Supreme Supreme Court 17 times, according to his bio, although I couldn't find a lot of back to back that up. He's definitely appeared before the Supreme Court, but I don't know about 17 times. And he was the primary proponent of the theory that Prince, Pence could single-handedly prevent Congress from certifying Joe Biden as the winner of the 2020 election. He didn't come up with the idea, but he ran with it. He is being disbarred in California, and most recently in an interview with the chairman of the aforementioned Claremont Institute, he said emphatically that the people have a right to alter or abolish their government. He used the Declaration of Independence as his basis for revolution. His justification for overturning the government were all about attacks on sexual and gender norms to gas stoves to OSHA telling him what chair he can have in his house. So These are all valid reasons yes. to overthrow your government. Yes, so, I particularly we, love the ones that aren't even true, like the gas stoves. Right. <laughs> so if we take him at his word that, um, you know, he thinks he he was intending to overthrow the government because he doesn't like liberals. Okay, then you lost, and that means there's a penalty to pay. Let's go to jail now. Yeah. But I have my First Amendment right, don't I? Sure. Overthrowing <laughs> the government is not covered in the First Amendment. <laughs> I was just, I was just joshing. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just funning, Judge. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do believe he is on the side of true believer, and it thinks that um, liberals are evil. So okay. Gas stoves and straws. Yep. Gas stoves and straws. That's his. That's his beef. And a kitty litter box in every kindergarten room. <laughs> oh, and- that's what we want. Yeah. Telling him what kind of chair he can have in his home office. Did he want an old three-legged one or something? It's it's just weird. (laughs) That is John Eastman. All right. That's – it's a little scary when you say true believer. That frightens me because – Yeah. The the money ones I know will turn for good reason, you know, if they get thrown under the bus. Yeah. Or when there's no money involved. (laughs) No, but he's trying to overthrow the government. That's what he's trying to do. He said it out loud. (laughs) It's just it's it's amazing. I mean, the level of audacity that you have to have to say, "Well, yeah, I tried to overthrow the government." <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what? it's one thing to you know come up with crazy schemes and try to buy yourself. I mean, it's it's treason still, but or sedition still, but to try to buy time to get lawsuits in front of the courts and try to sway the courts. That's kind of one thing, but outright saying overthrow the government. Okay. <laughs> And then go, why are you taking me to jail? What I don't understand. What did I do? Decoration. Dec- but I'm on the side of God. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did I mention the gas stoves to you? Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think you're hearing me. Yeah. Bonkers. All right. Well, speaking of bonkers, <laughs> you guys remember Ronnie Jackson? Ugh. Yes. <laughs> this is the Ronnie Jackson that worked for Trump, right? Yes. Right. The one who gave him the, the the greatest bill of health that's ever been issued for any president in the history of presidents. Yeah. 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 And they went back and checked Lincoln's and Washington's and Roosevelt's and Easily. Yep. Yeah, and he's he now a the... US representative? Yep. Mm-hmm. Also known as Dr. Feelgood. Yeah. Wasn't he? Right. Because he liked him. to hand out happy pills to everybody. Yeah. 
Hospital candy. <laughs> um, so he, there's a pretty interesting video from the Dallas police. He apparently was uh, berating officers after being wrestled to the ground at a rodeo. <laughs> Uh, was he participating in said rodeo? No. I, I don't think so. I'm trying to remember the details, but my brain is foggy. So, yeah. What, what else do we know about what happened here? Like, I, I remember I remember you telling me, Karen, about this and me going, wait, what? An audience member who was having a medical emergency, he was allegedly springing into action to get them the help that they need. And then I'm not sure where it all went south. Like, he didn't declare himself or what he was doing, and people panicked, so the police officers came over and tackled him. And what then the he stood up and he's like, I'm going to tell the governor, I'm going to tell the president, you're going to be in big trouble. I'm important. Yeah. He went <laughs> over there. the president? <laughs> yeah. I, perhaps not. Which? He went. He oh, said he went over to help this fifteen-year-old. The real president, Jared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. There's two, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's the good military and the bad military. <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> so supposedly he went over there to help because he's a doctor, and yeah. he got there, and the, the the there were already people there. The police were there. EMS was already there, and the police said, "No, we're, it's it's okay. We're good. We got it." And he went, "I'm a doctor. Do you know who I am? I'm going to help." And there's an allegation that he was drunk, which, considering Dr. Feelgood... And he was at a rodeo. He drank a rodeo. at a rodeo, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, the police, though, were having none of his shenanigans and put him face down on the concrete and cuffed him. That's amazing. And, yeah. It made me happy. <laughs> yeah. Like, that explains a lot, because any rational person... Like, I understand you're a doctor, and I believe you're obligated to help in that situation. I don't think obligated, but society like, expects it. But right. I mean, yeah, I mean, like you're yeah. gonna you're gonna poke your head in and see if there's anything you can do. Yeah, Offer and the your moment assistance. you see, right, and the moment any rational person, the moment you see, oh, okay, it looks like they have it under control. Back off. I, I can back off. Also, I'm a little drunk, so maybe I shouldn't be in here. Right. Yeah, but if you remember, there was an official report on the time that he spent in the White House saying that he made sexual and denigrating comments about a female subordinate, mm. violated the policy on drinking alcohol on a pre presidential trip, and took prescription-strength sleeping medication that prompted worries from his colleagues about his ability to provide medical care. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is like, now a lot of what we know about him makes sense because he's the type of person to, to, to not let that lie. Right. And go, whoa, hold on a second. Fuck all your EMS. I'm right. Dr. Ronnie Jackson. Right? Don't you know who I am? Right. And it's an opportunity to get his name in the paper as a hero. So he comes mm -hmm. over, saves yeah. the girl, saves the day, gets his name in the paper, gets his name in lights again. And the, the people that were there were just like, no, we got it. It's under control. And he insisted that he had to help. And so they, they cuffed him and put he him really on the He really needs to get to a car accident and have his hands crushed and then go on a spiritual <laughs> journey and like take that <laughs> and become the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> Because I don't feel like he's in the doctor in business to actually help you. No. Dr. Ronnie Strange. <laughs> Dr. Ronnie Strange. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> or you know what, better yet, just get into a car accident and have your hands crushed and then just leave it at that. <laughs> You've won me back. <laughs> All right, we're nearly at the halfway point here. Um, I am going to get on to some religious nonsense. This just floored me. I, I don't even know what to make of this. Southwest airlines <laughs> is planning to appeal a court order that they just received before we get into court order let me tell you the story about how this happened so there was a flight attendant who posted some what was it anti-abortion on social media posts <laughs> so they had a flight attendant who, who had posted social media things and they fired her because of her stance on anti-abortion so she sued All right and the judge put down a ruling that required uh, three of its attorneys, Southwest Airlines attorneys, to undergo religious liberty training Ooh. from Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound legal. Right? <laughs> How? I what, would go so what? far as to say illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. that's what the court order was. Your attorneys 
don't understand what we're trying to do. I'm going to send you to the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is a just a conservative. I don't even know how to describe it. It's a, a money filtering. Like it's it's everything for for supporting the conservative cause, anti-abortion, anything you know what they consider anti-family, right? Religious liberty training. I mean, how is that not forcing someone to undergo indoctrination? Wow. And this has been held up? Well, it's been, it's been challenged at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, Southwest Airlines uh, announced that they plan to appeal the court order. I mean, sending three of the uh, – sending lawyers to undergo religious training, religious liberty <laughs> training. My bad. That is crazy. Uh, they are also going to appeal the $5.1 million verdict oh. for the ex-employee. Wow. Wow. How do you get to $5.1 million for being fired? I know two guys in North Carolina that got $50,000, you know, between them. To split. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted to know, too. (laughs) I I mean, that's more than a lifetime of earning. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) That's just. Well, for us plebes anyway, you know. (laughs) That's bizarre. That is, that is, I can't, that can't hold up. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, it's so wacky. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right on the right on the heels of of Ronnie Jackson getting slammed to the ground. Like, <laughs> sorry, I, I've been getting I've been getting like like low grade hopeful mm. as as each indictment seems to build in seriousness. Like, you know, obviously he's going to beat the hush money. Mm. Obviously, he's going to beat the January sixth. The the stolen documents looks really bad, and this Georgia thing looks even worse. And I'm like, oh, I love it. I think we're finally, you know, done with with the, the the apparently the Ronnie Jacksons, the Carrie Lakes of the world. Like you guys' 15 minutes are finally up mm. and I'm so ready for it. Uh, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm just well, I'm a broken old man. I just can't get hopeful like I used to. Keep in mind that this is one Trump appointed um uh, uh judge uh, right. saying this. Right. It's got it's got to get overturned. That's d- I'm I don't, I don't, I hope so, and don't fully doubt it. I just, mm. I, I don't, I'm like, no, this, because this level of nonsense is, is like a year ago level of nonsense. Like, I'm done with this level of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, good I had to, put to it. eat this yeah. madness for, for like four years of just pure delusion in this country. And, and now, like, I can see where the high water mark was, and it's starting to roll back just a little bit. And I'm like, but then I see, you know, some splash will come back. And I'm like, no splash! Your time is up! Turn around and walk away. So, yeah, this judge, uh, Brantley Starr, was previously the Deputy First Assistant Attorney General of Texas <laughs> and was then appointed to his, uh, I don't know, his judgeship. I don't know. Brain's not working. <laughs> So by Trump, so yeah, he's clearly. I mean, he probably has ties to the Federalist Society, and yeah, he's another hand-picked doofus. I mean, that, that we'll have to follow up because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand. Keep keep an eye <laughs> on this one. Yeah, um, another one, Portland, Oregon. Two members of the Faith Healing Church in Oregon City pleaded guilty to denying their son medical care, specifically dialysis treatment. Uh, their 13-year-old son... My favorite. ...did live, <laughs> but suffered, according to the court documents, significant distress. Um, the So the two people, uh, Brittany and Jake Heimbigner, pleaded guilty, and the prosecutor, this is the prosecutor, is recommending 15 days in jail and three years probation. Have they learned their lesson? Is that what's going on? I well, I guess I would need to know more about the legal system. I don't understand the first part. Is there a money angle to fifteen days in prison? Right. I I Is don't. Is there what? Why? Why? That's that's pointless. Yeah. Just pointless. Just you know. So give the, the them a taste. Al- the, ki- the kid's alive. The kid is alive. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We don't know yeah, much then they more. Have to because... Go to like a yeah, like a a two week scared straight camp hosted <laughs> by Doctor Phil. <laughs> and then they're on probation for three years. It just doesn't make sense, right? No. And they then and they still get to make medical decisions for this kid in the future. Yeah, they're gonna pray for his health. Well, they're still members of the church, as far as I know. Uh, the church oh. is the Followers of Christ Church. Mm. I, I mean, the 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 
the judge for the defendants said that um, they didn't know how bad off their child was until it was too late. So I'm wondering if the case was not strong enough so that, that they pled it down, pleaded it down. Probably. I mean, if they if they acted like dummies. I mean, they probably just have to go to uh, mandatory enlightenment training. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're just full of the callbacks today. Yeah, yeah very. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, how do they get off? I, oh my god, it's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirteen-year-old kid. I mean, significant distress. I'm pretty sure he was on his way to dying. Like. Yeah, you if, don't if, go to dialysis because your kidneys are functional. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially on a 13-year-old. That's that's not the first kidneys. line of defense. <laughs> kidneys are for heathens and non-believers. <laughs> Just pray. For some reason, yeah, we, we didn't know it was that bad. Really? I, I have a hard time believing that, but apparently that flies in court. Yeah. All right, I don't... I blame, I blame my sickness. I don't remember... The, uh, how this anti-LGBTQ couple really pans out, but I know that there is a Catholic couple. Uh, where were they located? Massachusetts. They filed a, a, a lawsuit against the Massachusetts Department of Children and Families because they were denied adoption because they said that they would not affirm to a child who identified as LGBTQIA. Right. So Catholic family, Catholic couple says that we would like to adopt a child, but if the child happens to be gay, we're going to raise it straight. They, they said this during their interview and they were not allowed to adopt. So now they're suing. So, wait. Yeah. I, yeah. So here is my thing. When I initially heard this, I went, well, I totally am on the side that they shouldn't uh, be able to adopt children because they could seriously psychologically damage a child. Yeah. However... Um, you know, how, how does that stack up against the argument that, you know, a gay couple can adopt? Why can't a couple that doesn't believe in in gay kids adopt? Mm. But, but a gay couple, they? but a gay but couple, can they? but a gay couple does not adopt and go, if this child is straight, we are raising it gay. Right. Exactly. Also, the the, the, the very notion of raising gay or raising straight. What the fuck does that even mean? Right. <laughs> Were we all raised straight and that's why we're all straight? No. Or yes. were we just straight? <laughs> oh, you were raised also straight. Also possible. <laughs> but have we not had several stories on here where if you are a Christian adoption agency mm. and to a gay couple wants to adopt, you can say, no, absolutely not. Goes against our Christian morals. You cannot have a child. But if this happens, they can sue what the fuck? Well, yeah. I think the gay couples sue too. Then they lose. I don't know how that panned out, but I'm gonna I'm gonna aside with you that they probably lost. But yeah, I'm with Ray. I don't as long as this people aren't allowed to adopt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what's important, right? Don't put a child in a situation that it's going to be injurious to them. That yeah, don't do that. That's Ugh. bad. Like regardless of even of what they said, the fact that they like said that like they're making that stance before the child was even in their hands. Like, I don't know why you would say that. Just if you're going to do that, do that. It's horrible. But why announce it? Right. Why announce it? But That's a fair question. But also, To like, invite controversy. Like, do you want to be parents? Like, you've already put up a tremendously big red flag. Mm. Like, what other crazy <laughs> shit have you decided that you're going to do for this child? In their lawsuit, <laughs> they said that their beliefs were decent and honorable. So they are proud of the fact that they are anti-LGBT. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So- they they in their minds it is injurious to a child to allow them to convince themselves that they are gay their job on this earth is to make sure that the child makes the right choice Yeesh. that's like that video i don't know and again i don't know if this video is a joke or serious but either but there's a guy you know the old uh, i'm in the front seat of my car and i'm going to shoot a video mm. bullshit but his child is in the back and he yells like something like that's my son. His name is Matthew. He's straight. Say you're straight. Straight as an arrow. You're straight. Straight. And the look on the kid's face it was like a toddler's like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, poor kid. And again, I don't know if it's a joke mm. like or like if the guy's like making fun of these types of people or either way. But I'm just like, is that what raising straight is? Like you have to constantly yell in the kid's face that they're straight? Like, what does that entail? I, I mean, it, it entails frightening a child to the point that they don't 
come out to you until they turn 18 and then they dump you and then right. and leave you at the curb. Well, really, that's best case scenario. It's also True. frightening the child so much that they believe that innately they are evil because that's what you've mm. taught them. That's what, you know, the Bible says, that they are, you know, right. abominations in the eyes of God. Right. Right. If, Raising if, them straight just means you don't, you know... Very early on, you don't allow exposure to anything non-traditional or anything, you know, beyond like the 50s or 60s. So there's no them having stuff. If, if you have a if you have a boy, he doesn't get stuffed animals. He doesn't get dolls. No pink clothes. No purple clothes. No yellow clothes. It's, you know, it's cars. It's trucks. It's guns. It's sports. Yeah. I'm just, I just I just want these people to know because I know they all listen to this show. <laughs> I live in a very gay town, believe it or not. <laughs> despite the despite the fact that the border town is also crazy at all times. But <laughs> I was around gay people at a very young age for a very long time. And you know what? I turned out not gay. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's not a choice. It's not something you can sway somebody to. It is just right. the way that you are. It just happened and I was straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you if you keep digging, it's not contagious. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also, like if you know anything about children, telling them not to do something will generally drive them to do it. So <laughs> keep it up. All your kids are going to be gay. <laughs> well, well I will give you that they will be bi curious, <laughs> but they oh won't my be God. gay. If I were to, when I was fourteen years old, and if my mom said if you ever became gay, I'd be so mad. I'd be like. I'm probably going to fuck a dude soon just to spite you, <laughs> even though I don't want to. Give it a shot. <laughs> he loves the cop. you, mom. <laughs> yeah. Also, isn't, like, part of the reason to have kids? I mean, I know it's not the whole reason, but, like, like so, like, when you're old, like, you have someone to, like, look after Care you. Care for you? Yeah. Yeah. That I would mean, be like, nice. I mean, like, I feel like you're going to be... If, I mean, in the off, I mean, most likely they'll probably just get a straight child and be like, just leave me alone, please, I'm straight. But on the off chance that you did not get one and your child was gay, they're going to resent you, like Karen said, and hit the road. Yeah. They they will not be caring for you when you're old people. (laughs) Mm, Very true. Yep. And then you'll be like, well, that's because they're gay. (laughs) (laughs) Gay people don't have souls. (laughs) Right, let's not take that statement out of context. Um, <laughs> all right, the next that was Ray, by the way. He said that. <laughs> uh, the next thing I have is an article on secular humanism, and it is how to be Christian according to Jesus. So this fellow Dan Davis spent some time looking at the Bible, looking at the teachings of Jesus, uh, specifically Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the only books of the Bible that claim to be first-hand descriptions of the words and deeds of Jesus, which it's none of them. They're clearly not. If you have <laughs> any concept of critical thinking and reading this, some of them are told in like the third person from the, the past. That's clearly not the description of a, a first-hand impression. But in any case, there are things about how to live like Jesus said. Um, you must believe in Jesus You must believe he died to atone for your sins and accept his sacrifice as God's gift, which we're not going to get into that, but that's just crazy by itself. You must be baptized. Uh, Thou shalt love thy Lord God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and all thy strength, and with all thy mind. There's a lot of loving and and believing going on here, no living, (laughs) as far as I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Love thy neighbor as thyself. Oh, you mean like, you know, Mexicans and stuff? (laughs) Canadians? Do, no. Neighbors means white people. Oh. Just Bobby <laughs> yeah, Sue next neighbors, door. Not gotcha. the other people down the road. Oh. The people that look like you. Mm, I'm not. Yeah, I think that's a misinterpretation. <laughs> anyway. um, Jesus also said you must recognize, acknowledge, and repent the fact that you are inherently sinful and flawed. <laughs> uh, you must in, uh, sincerely repent every sin that you commit, and you must follow the Ten Commandments. When do I get to hurt myself in this in these uh, rules? You mean the like, you, when do, you're in a flagellation? Yeah. When do I get to whip myself on the back? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was ever part of Jesus's teaching. No. Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like I'm a piece of shit, and <laughs> uh, I have to t- constantly grovel towards this fucker. 
That seems like more of a Catholic or Lutheran kind of thing, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I mention all this to lead into the next article, which is on MSN. Pastors have uh, started talking about how alarmed they are after their Trump-loving congregants deride Jesus' teachings as being weak. Yeah, that makes sense. So pastors are, are like, they're, they're disturbed that a whole bunch of the people that are going to their churches are like, yeah, I understand what you're preaching, but, you know, I follow Trump and Trump blah, blah, blah. Whoa. That is very disturbing. Yeah. I can't believe that leopard ate my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm more disturbed by the fact that the guy's like, yeah, Jesus is cool and all, but... But I Trump, worship, but I worship that's Trump. Where it's at. Yeah. yeah, that's my new god. Apparently, one thing you noted: there's too much love. There's way too much love in Jesus's teachings, uh, especially if you're a follower of Trump. I mean, come on. <laughs> god, I need to invent a time machine. I gotta see how this turns out. I go to a thousand <laughs> years in the future, and there's a Trump religion. Oh, <laughs> prosperity gospel. Everything Trump. you do is perfect. <laughs> Everything you say is great. <laughs> I I am surprised by the fact that Hypatia just said Jesus was a pussy. <laughs> I was I was about to say I'm like did this guy basically come out and be like yo Jesus is a cuck man. <laughs> well, I do find it interesting that that I mean I think the evangelical Christian leaders should be concerned about this. I mean people are directly challenging them. And, and I have no doubt teachings. in my mind if push comes to shove, you will find little statues of Trump next to Jesus in church if they if it really comes to it. And they think that they're going to lose money. Uh, that's true. They're going to be like, they'll have to wait for him to die. He'll have to die first. Mm. And, but, but then he'll become like somebody you pray to. Somebody, somebody will fucking make him like a saint. Ugh. I don't know how you do that, right? You have to perform a miracle? Two. But Trump would have had to have had a, a, a miracle. Yeah. Which, pff, oh, that's a good point. He's not Catholic. So how does that work? But oh. I, I do think, though, that, that it is a good point, though, because, I mean, the Christian religion has in, incorporated all kinds of different things into itself. I mean, Christmas trees? Come on. Easter bunnies? <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. So could they incorporate prosperity gospel into general Christianity? Sure. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Though just look at, go back to the Old Testament. Yeesh. All right, my last religious nonsense story. I thought this was funny, actually. Have you ever wanted to text? And I lost my voice. Have you ever <laughs> wanted to text with Jesus? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> so there is, uh, launched in July, created by Catloaf Software. <laughs> There's an app development company in Los Angeles. It's called Catloaf Software. The app replicates an instant messaging platform. With biblical figures impersonated by the artificial intelligence program ChatGPT. So, do you want to chat with Jesus or Jonah or one of the apostles, the prophets, Ruth, Job, Abraham's nephew, Lot? Hitler. Apparently not <laughs> Abraham, but... <laughs> but his nephew. Yeah, Lot. Yeah. You know, the guy that lost his wife who became a pillar of right. salt and then, you know, yeah. had sex with Very his two famously. daughters. Mm-hmm. Yo, the Bible's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only two ninety nine a month. Actually, it is free to discuss with those people, but ah. there is a paid version for two ninety nine a month. You can unlock additional characters like Mary Magdalene and Satan. Oh, Ooh, they get spicy for two ninety nine. <laughs> Damn, chat with Satan. <laughs> wow, wow. At least they're not saying you're actually talking to them. <laughs> Well, you you just need prayer for that, so, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but this is way more fun because they can't answer you back in prayer. Well, I mean, they can. Well, but... <laughs> yeah, but then it's, it's a fine line between that and schizophrenia, so. Yeah. <laughs> huh. All right. Now, now, yeah. now when they're preaching Jesus in the church and you're like, hey, I asked Jesus this question on the app and he said, Roland Cole's cool. Well, so what do you got to say about that? <laughs> Yeah, using chat GPT to emulate Christ, yeah. I'm sure there's nothing will go wrong with that. No. My Jesus app told me to to hate Mexicans. What's going on here? <laughs> and there's been a couple of stories in the news about how AI has it rapidly gets pretty racist. So this could be entertaining. Yes. there. When I said Hitler, there were people who were using AI to chat <clears throat> with Hitler. Yeah. 
It soon starts feeding back what you want to hear. And if you're a racist, hey, where'd you get racist shit back? Huh. <laughs> All right. I don't know if this is religious nonsense or, or moving on to final stories, but it's kind of both. Um, there is a dubious link to Jesus artifact coming to Dallas, a Dallas multiplex near you. You know, if you live in Dallas. It is starring a controversial artifact once presented as the first archaeological link to historical Jesus. Uh-huh. Oh. This is a box called What's in the box? called the James Ossuary. Now, the James Ossuary, th- this is referring to Jesus's brother James, and an ossuary is Jesus the, had a brother? Well, according to some faiths, yes. Oh, okay. That <laughs> is highly controversial. An ossuary is where you keep um relics. So the James Ossuary is basically this golden bread box sized thing. Uh, you can purchase $69 tickets. This is, you know, a horrible way to spend your $70 that I mentioned <laughs> earlier. You will experience an hour long simulacrum of ancient Israel telling the most important story of mankind through interactive technology, 3D sets, and panoramic sound. Uh, the show's headliner is a limestone box the size of a bread box. Build as evidence that Jesus existed. But I thought it wasn't Jesus' ossuary. It was his, his controversial brother James. Correct. Yeah. And most experts on antiquities of the Middle East agree that there is no evidence that this box, known as James' ossuary, has any connection to the central figure of Christianity. Sure. I mean, there's, yeah, there's no proof of it, so... Huh. It's well, basically no a box with things that supposedly Jesus touched. Hmm. That proves he was real. <laughs> Circular logic there, yeah. I don't I'm really know, surprised lots of that they came up with the price sixty nine ninety nine. <laughs> you know, you think they'd stay away from that? Yeah, <laughs> that's dirty thinking. <laughs> right? It is. No, it is. Like that's. I'm really shocked. I mean, yeah, be like you know, saying you know, go in our our um, our Catholic balloon and it'll only cost you six hundred sixty six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I have I no idea. Whole- yeah, there's a whole bunch of um, artifacts like this that wander around the world, and most of it is, you know, we've all heard of the Shout of Turin. It's been proven, like, what, six times now that it's not that old, but whatever. Well, yeah, but carbon dating is faulty. Right. And the Earth is only 6,000 years old, so clearly carbon dating, dating is wrong. And Right. Right. That makes sense. Completely. And, there's and no- dino- dinosaur fossils are behemoths from the Bible. <laughs> right. <laughs> or kept to, or there to keep scientists busy. I don't know. One or, of those two or or the, the Satan put them there to confuse us, make us question our faith. Yeah, fates. Satan bones. Museums then are satanic. We shouldn't go to them, right? <laughs> oh, I need to get that app and ask him why he did that. <laughs> Jesus, should I go to the museum? <laughs> no. Uh, Satan bones. <laughs> nice to know we got a prankster god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hide these all over the place if they believe the dinosaurs were real. <laughs> well, I mean, if you read and believe in the Bible and you don't think that Yahweh is a prankster god, you have not really read the Bible. <laughs> Just look at the story of Job. Job, the most faithful person ever. Satan went to God and went, yeah, Job's faithful to you because he has everything he needs. Take all of his stuff away, kill all of his family and all of his cattle and sheep, and give him the plague, and then see if he's faithful. What did God do? Exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> just to prove that Satan was wrong. Just, just to tell Satan, no, I told you so. Yep. Did he, My number now, one guy. Now I'm aware I just of took the, a big dump on his head. <laughs> I'm aware Still of the story. Me. I'm aware of the story of Job, but like not like the aftermath. Like, did Jesus or did God like be like give him back all his stuff? No. Or Oh, not in the story. The story just ends with mm. I think he's oh. his health was restored, but like his entire family was killed. Like he well, he yeah. has nothing, and and the story is just like, see, he's faithful. Right. You can't reward him by letting him die and go to heaven. You got to keep him suffering on the earth with all the things that you plagued him with, just right. to prove that you're right. What a great story. Oh, so so it wasn't like like we took all these things away from Job, and then we asked him. And he's like, no, 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 I'm still faithful to God. God was like, well, that's not good enough. Let's make him suffer for like 30 years and then see what he's... Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the 30 years, nothing is restored. I can't... I won't reverse time. To... <laughs> either, either that or the suffering is inconsequential to 
to to God. And it didn't matter that Job suffered horribly and that it was mm. God's fault. That's not the point. The point is that he had faith. As, the evil as, part of it, pff, don't worry about well, that. I really feel like Satan won in that one. Yeah. Because like, he's like, yo, you tortured that motherfucker. I didn't, couldn't give a shit whether what he did. <laughs> you are evil, God. <laughs> yeah, god damn, I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> I think Christopher Hitchens said... Yahweh is the worst written antagonist in all fiction. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the last thing that I've got. I'm surprised we're actually, like, ending on time. Uh, Mm -hmm. The last thing that I have, the James Webb Space Telescope keeps on giving. Yay. Ooh. A new observed star, the most distant star ever detected. It is named Irindal. I believe that's how you pronounce it. It is starlight glimpsed by the Webb telescope was emitted within the first billion years of the universe. The universe is estimated to be 13.8 billion years old. Previous estimates uh, suggest that the star is 12.9 billion light years away from Earth. However, given the expansion of the universe and how long the light has traveled to reach us, uh, they believe that the star is currently 28 billion light years away. Oh, because it's for, okay. Wow, because we're expanding it's traveling still. that. So, but we're viewing light from it from 12.9 billion years ago. Right. So the particles slash waves that left that star 12.9 billion years ago have reached it, uh, us finally. Yeah, that's what that is that's bonkers. what we mean. That we are <laughs> literally looking into the past with the Webb yeah. telescope. That's amazing. That's crazy. And super cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Anyway, there's an article on CNN about this. Uh, it has some pictures. The pictures are not impressive of Irondell because it's it's so small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, it's, but then again, it's so small, and yet we're picking it up with this telescope. Like, look at mm. the, the, the first part of the image where you see all of the, the galaxies floating around and the fact that they could pick out this star and determine, like, how far away it is. And it's just, it really is amazing. Yep, it really is. It's it's incredible. I mean, they anywhere they point that thing, it's just galaxy after galaxy after galaxy. The vastness is mind-boggling. It's cr- Stop it. I'm going to start asking weird questions. I don't want to get into this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Like, like, what the fuck, dude? What is going on? <laughs> So that's all I got. You guys have anything you want to discuss that wasn't already mentioned? Not me. I do not. No. Okay. Think I'm good. Uh, then I think that's all we're going to have for this week. I want to start by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could join us tonight. Big old Grumpy Wolf, Hesion Gixon, Hypatia, Jeff, and Grinch McScrooge, who still is calling himself Old Grumpy Wolf just to throw me off. <laughs> uh, we do appreciate your support and your comments um, especially I want to bring this up again if, you, if you're if you wondering about whether or not you want to, to join the Discord channel maybe you can't make it but you still are thinking about supporting the podcast there's stuff posted in the Discord channel like all throughout the week as things happen so you can kind of keep up with what's going on I, I find it very interesting uh, everybody can post in there and uh, it's it's interesting to keep up with everything so yeah, I just want to say, remember in the beginning of the show when I was bitching about the show being free and fuck those people and everything? I was not talking about the patrons. <laughs> <laughs> the patrons rock. Yeah, true. <laughs> those listeners, on the other hand. Yeah, yeah those, those freebie <laughs> listeners. I mean, listen, man, you're getting a free show. Shut up. <laughs> I'm on the I'm other. I, I like too. just seeing how many pl- how many plays and downloads we get. I'm, I am astounded that we have so many people listening. I, I love it. No, right. I love them too. I'm just kidding. I just love the patrons a little bit more. <laughs> right. Well, they do help keep us going. So, absolutely. They do. Well, and it, it's fa- they're here with us while we're doing the show. I feel connected to them. Yeah. The listeners I appreciate, but I don't know them on the level that I know our patrons. Right. Yeah. Do you want a personal relationship with Ian? <laughs> well, throw a little money his way. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting robbed. <laughs> just so you know, I'm continually tortured throughout the week, not just on Tuesdays by Grinch. He is constantly poking fun at me all throughout the week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, like we said, if you 
enjoy the podcast. You can support it by joining our Patreon page and joining us on Discord. Uh, if you can't do that, please feel free to share the podcast on your favorite social media or leave a review for us. Uh, it does count. It does help. Uh, the more good reviews we get, actually, I think the more reviews we get, uh, the more it gets like the advertisers in in on the, the show. So uh, if you would like to contact us in other ways, you can post on our Facebook page or tweet at Profane Arg. Um, uh, uh, one thing about the Facebook page, if you do post something on the page, it may not get approval right away, but we do get notice that you posted something. Uh, there have been a couple people who posted stuff that I didn't really get, so I didn't forward it. But for the most part, everything gets forwarded. So yeah. if you have something to say, you can definitely do it on our Facebook page. Also, I want to encourage people to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. That's the name of the network. You can find all the podcasts at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until the next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. 